Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Truthcast, beginning transmission. We are a very, very serious podcast here in the hero and truth-telling community. We're the experts. Truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism is very big, very bright. Vicky, I think you are beautiful the way you were made. You keep telling me this isn't a homoerotic soap opera. It's in the top five homoerotic soap operas on uh, iTunes. It's all penises here. Oh, well, that's just silly. You're just banging your boobs against my arm. What is that even doing for you? It sounds bigger. Any questions so far? Where is any of this going but i like going through the older episodes it um kind of reminds me it pleasantly reminds me of how we started where we were much more focused on letting the guests kind of do their thing and have like me and Alex be a, a sounding board for them to bounce off of and yeah. lead the conversation as opposed to the three of us just completely taking over and guests feeling like, well, yeah. you know, they're, what being, the fu- walk- they're yeah. being walked all over the whole time. Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, I guess that's a good way to kick into this episode. Uh, happy 2023, uh, heroes. Woot woot, uh, happy new year. We're doing a um sort of a end of the year slash beginning of the new year out of character episode to talk about last year and um maybe give like a little hint or maybe not really a hint because I don't know that we really know what we're planning on doing for 2023. I, I guess we're kind of letting you in a little bit of our process I am Mike Bobbitt. I play little Dickie Ricketts, and I am here as always (laughs) (laughs) with. I'm not going to be. I'm waiting. I I introduce you all the time. Oh, (laughs) I'm waiting. Okay, Alex Bozanovic, who plays Larry the Cable Guy, and (laughs) plays Thomas. Thomas, Thomish. Yeah, sometimes he's a little Thomish. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's Thomas Thomish. Hey, yeah. I'm. Uh, hey, I'm. I'm very excited to be here. Um, hey, Mike, how are your nipples doing? <laughs> they're feeling uh, like they're just two, which was very funny because we had um, uh, a friend of the show and now contributor to the show. Dennis the Cthulhu over yesterday with his wife, who does have a second set of nipples. And I didn't realize until they reminded me that in the movie Mallrats, the psychic allegedly gets her power from pinching her third nipple. Uh, I did not know that. Um, Honestly, I've never... 
like I, I don't know if our our listeners have picked up on this yet. Uh, I am not the most movie literate person on the planet. Uh, there are a <laughs> lot of movies that I maybe should have seen that I have not seen yet. Right. Uh, and then the uh, also Amish Tim Denotter, aka Harry Hamilton Hamilton, aka Walter Allen Lincoln Clay, aka many other. Uh, a, a huge variety of voices because unlike me and Alex, Tim can actually do a variety of voices. <laughs> Got at least three, at least three voices. <laughs> yep, there was his tricks rabbit. Uh, <laughs> slash uh, Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Yeah, See, slash, I, I, uh, I know Amish. it was the Leprechaun. <laughs> I, that's why I went tricks rabbit. Gosh damn it. <laughs> slash, slash Toucan Sam. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> slash Fiction. Uh, Captain Crunch. Now we got ourselves interested. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't know that. Apparently the um, the nipple in the movie is fake because she pops it off and puts it in her mouth at <laughs> the end of the scene. And I vaguely remember that. I'm not the biggest Kevin Smith fan. So it was just, I was, so was, I was going to wait. Like a, was it just like a fruit roll up that she had stuck to her, her chest or something? They were debating on whether or not it was gum, um, but they did find that it was gelatin with cherry flavoring for the actress who was on Jane the Virgin and was also one of the um, replacement girls on Three's Company. So I can't remember the actress's name, but that's not important because this isn't You Made Me Watch. This is the truth cast. I was going to wait until the absolute end and then introduce myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait until it was. <laughs> but you got me. You got me. I got you. So this is one of the things I really liked about 2022 was that we had this storyline that. I my memory anyway, is that I really didn't have a lot of um, it wasn't my idea at all. Like, I, I think you guys kind of ran with the idea um, of doing the show where uh, Thomas was leaving for a bit as opposed to Dickie disappearing, um, which we did because in real life, Alex and his wife, Clarice, had triplets. And uh, and no, we that, ate that, them with a side of Chianti. Yeah. <laughs> delicious. They were delicious. And triplets take a while to digest because while their bones at that age are, are soft, soft. Very yeah, soft, yeah. But it still takes a little while. So you know, well, the Alex, the the, uh, the the gooiness of their skin makes them get stuck in the digestive tract, so they don't go all the way down right away. They kind of it's like a piece of gum. They just kind of slowly kind of make their yeah, way they down. Ho they hold out in the small intestines. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. and then once they get to the large ones, they have a, it has a hard time making its way up. Yeah, but the mass that you pass afterwards is sort of like that whale thing that you can't sell. Because um, uh, uh, the, the placenta, it's no, not a no, placenta. No, no. It's, it's, it's the, actually uh, like amberger or something like that, right? Ambergris. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but there yeah. is a Bob's Burger episode where they right. can find some. That is and, ninety percent of what I know about that stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, Bob's Burger. Yeah, so Alex actually and his wife Clarice passed 
something similar to that that they were able to sell to the elites like Oprah because you use that to have anti-aging cream. Um, they used to use placenta uh, or the foreskin uh, tissue from American babies, but now they've been using this now that um, high-end cannibalism has become more popular in the United States. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Alex lost everything because he and Clarice went to um, Atlantic City and they put it all on red. On you always roulette. put it on. Oh, you put it on. They should have put it on black. Well, yeah, that's, always that's why. On black. Well, that's why yeah. we put it on red because like it's always black that win. Like red has to have. Red, I mean, like it's red is due. It's time for red to win. No. I've got a system. I've got a system that I've been thinking about for the roulette wheel. And what you do is you just put five dollars on on black, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you lose it, but then you put another five dollars on black, and then you win, right? So then you're up ten dollars. So then you put ten dollars on black. Oh wait then, a second! Your math already stopped checking out, Tim. I got well. Bad you have news to have a you. lot of you have to have a lot of money to to make it work. You know? Oh, buddy, I don't think this is economically sound. Well, it's not economically sound, but eventually you could you could have a really good run of black. Well, I think I think you break even at at the end of the day, right? I mean, statistically, no, because eventually it's going to land on the green. No, there's no green on a roulette wheel. What are you talking about? The zero? No, no, that doesn't that that's not on Canadian oh. roulette wheels. There's no there's none of that. Well, it's like your five pin bowling. You know, it's wrong. anyway clarice got mad that alex lost the entire fortune and she left him and now alex is going back to living with his uncle on a lake house pretending for the sake of his comedy career to be you know one of those you know he's been pretending this whole time yeah, it's very hard for three of us straight white guys to get ahead in show business. So, you know, we have to do what we can. And Alex has chosen to, you know, um, I don't want to say lie, but um, deceive the system by posing as, you know, what he poses as. So, um, First of all, I, I am not lying or deceiving, okay? Um, what I am doing is I'm following my heart. Okay. And wherever my heart leads me, that's, that's just where I land. Uh, I I don't see gender. I don't see species. I just, I just see, you know, souls. That's all I see. Like the bottom of feet. Yeah. I mean, souls. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. What else is, I mean, like I'm on the internet. So like, yeah. That's the only A lot of people don't the know this, but Alex is actually the founder of WikiFeet. <laughs> did There's you know that, Tim? I didn't. No, I didn't even know there was a WikiFeet. I'm not much There's of a, a foot wiki, guy. Yeah. yeah. No, Alex. A... Alex founded it. So whenever you said souls, I thought you were talking about the souls of boots. No, 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 no. One no, la- yes, uh, yeah. two layers deeper. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, we're, we're, we're inside the soles of socks, the soles of feet. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know, I know. Like, I don't want to shame anyone. Like, I get it. Like, the whole like bootlicker thing is a thing. Like, I got it. I don't want to like shame you for your your sexual you know preferences or anything like that. But I am all about bare feet because that is the only way I believe you can see into a person's soul. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I can't I can't argue with the the soundness of the logic here at all. I got kicked out of a uh, Cabela's because I wanted to look at one of the taxidermied bear's feet and I tipped the whole thing over and it landed on a family of four and they sued and security showed me but luckily they couldn't make me out from you know any of the other fellows wearing camouflage so i escaped but i'm scared to go back into cabela's now i mean i also like bare feet why would you tip over uh i wanted to look at the bear's feet you could have just asked him it was taxidermied it was dead they you put can't taxidermy. Wait, hold on. Did they put people up? No, it was a the bear. It greets you. It's like, Arr! yeah, you know, like the animal. Oh, the animal. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's sort. Of, this is like a Canadian thought, bacon, oh, yep. uh, ham thing. Oh, I thought when we were I talking say, about a burly man. No, when I say bear, no, I mean, um, I mean a Canadian badger. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. States, we call them uh, grizzly bears, black bears, brown bears. Um, in Candana, you guys have polar bears. Yeah, we just have polar bears. Yeah, you, yeah. Just have, you just have old men that shower young men with money. Yep. I want to get me one of those. Oh, wait, I'm not a young man anymore. <laughs> God You'd have to it. be the old man showering. Oh, shit. So, uh, the 2022. Well, what were <laughs> what, what did you guys like about 2022, Alex? Besides the time away from having to listen to me, <laughs> uh, that was that was actually my least favorite part, Mike. I don't really. I, yes, it was. Um, oh, it, it, Tim, can I interrupt Alex really quickly because it's sort of my because <laughs> it's MO. sort of your your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a show up near Alex, and Alex had, you know, a long day. Uh, I'm sure he worked and then had John Mahar go over to his place to record. And I'm sure the last thing Alex wanted to do was go out. But he came out and hung out with me at a show. And it Damn. really made me feel, like, really special. Like That's I, awesome. Yeah. It made me super, super happy. And I don't think I have thanked you enough, Alex. Thank you for doing that. Of, of course, um, it was it was a fun it was a fun night. It was it was fun watching you on stage. It's been a long time since I've actually seen you perform it's been on a stage, long. and uh, I mean, it, it was it was, was a floor. I was <laughs> performing on a floor. <laughs> I mean, most of the time we're on a floor, Mike. So I, I was waiter level. Ninety percent of comedy is performing uh, in the corner of a bar with uh, a makeshift spotlight on you. Like the type of spotlight that, like, in you know, the, like the old like twenties, thirty, like early early film era movies where like a a, a prisoner is escaping from a prison and he's kind of like mm -hmm. creeping along a wall yep. and then all the of a sudden just spotlight. boom spotlight hits him he just like stops yep. and looks at the the camera real quick like it was it, we're usually performing under one of those spotlights yeah I felt like it was more like headlights of a Mack truck. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you were performing under the Lord's eyes. Yeah, there was um, there's like a it was like a higher ceiling, Tim. And uh, on the wall part between the lower part of the ceiling and the higher part of the ceiling, there was a crucifix 
<laughs> oh, geez. staring right at me. Oh, geez. And people have talked about how um, it's weird and that you can't address it at all because the audience doesn't like it. And I made a reference, I think, to Jesus being in the balcony. Nope. Not no one a fan. <laughs> no one. Yeah. Was it a religious crowd? Um, I mean, it was it's like northern Oakland County. So, yes. Yeah. It was oh, affluent okay. lake people like Alex. <laughs> or the lake people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it really made me happy. Okay. So you you missed me, Alex. Tell me more about me. <laughs> um, you're you're the you're the shining light of 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 my experience on this show, Mike. Oh. <laughs> um. No. I. All right. My favorite. My favorite part of 2022. A lot happened uh, on the show this year. I feel like. Uh. You know, we had the whole Dickie's missing saga. And then was that had, this year as well too? I believe so, wasn't it? Like it was like at the beginning of the year or something like that, wasn't it? I don't know. No, <laughs> that was twenty one. Was that twenty one? That was twenty one, yeah. I think. Wait, yeah. was was uh was the uh, whole Dicky is not Dicky this year then? Yeah, I could have sworn it was all the same that year. That might have wrapped up last year. Did that? But, the, but this year and this year we did, you know, every every second week in episode so it seems like yeah maybe that's what it is maybe that's why yeah. i think it's like more condensed yep all right well if those two were 2022 <laughs> or 2021 like, there wasn't a whole lot you liked about this year then uh this year what did i like um i think um i no, like this year this oh, year you know what i, this, I think this oh, wait, this no, year was 2021 <laughs> i think this year was uh fake dicky yeah, I think some Dickie was this year, right? Fake, like, yeah, fake some of it was this year, some of it and we, we moved year. through that, and then uh, it was the marriage thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. Yeah, we had like two lines, two storylines. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that sort of came into this year. Okay, well, um, I yeah, because Asception two happened in January of this yeah. year. Yeah, I I did uh, kind of enjoy the whole um, saving Dickie from his own asshole. Mm -hmm. yeah um, I, I loved going i i feel like we needed to go more assholes down yeah that was my only regret is that we yeah, didn't get we didn't get past that inner sphincter we just kind of yeah, we only got one in yeah we only got one sphincter in um but yeah that was fun i, I liked that um another the the other thing like i'm gonna i'm gonna toot my own horn here a little bit uh the uh the punished thomas luge episode i i did kind of enjoy putting that one all together oh you did a great job that was that. a that was a master uh, that was a master well, thank you i appreciate it but yeah i had a lot of fun doing that episode it was fun getting everybody together to do it uh mm -hmm. and then editing it was a lot of fun the only the only part about editing it that i was a little frustrated with is i couldn't find the exact type of music that i wanted uh, that I could also use and not get in trouble for using uh, for the introduction of uh, the of Thomas landing in Syria. <laughs> That's the only gripe I had about that episode. I was trying to find My more goodness, of like a the tour. The tour guide was so good. Oh yeah, Osama Osama Basal, stand up comedian yes, in so uh, in New York, New York, uh, New York, New York. Uh, awesome. He's very funny. He's a very funny guy. Um, and I was very happy that he was on board. Plus, he is actually Syrian. So that's why I kind of chose oh, Syria. <laughs> yeah, for a second there, I was like, oh, my God. 
are we going to be in trouble for this accent? No, I mean, we spent. But, but then when I listened to the end credits and saw it was him, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we, I asked him a bunch of questions before we even started recording about like, what would a good city be? And like, you know, all that stuff. And he suggested, uh, he, suggest, he suggested a few. And I think I wanted to go with Aleppo just because I think it's the most name recognition that we could get out of a city in Syria uh, for most listeners. I... I'm bummed that Louis Michael blew the surprise that he's coming back <laughs> as Joe Rogan. Like yeah. I ran into him at a show and he was he just came off of doing that and was super thrilled and couldn't keep it inside. And uh, so I knew that Joe Rogan was going to factor into it somehow. <laughs> but man, I love listening to Louis play Joe. Yeah. Oh, he just he walks all over you. It was great. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Uh I I also really like making that intro. That intro was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then Ellen, I was telling Ellen, uh, being the queen of the dildos at the end, that I really wanted to hear the audio of her unmodulated, <laughs> because I just think it would be funny to hear her in her actual voice. <laughs> doing that god she's so fucking funny yeah she is she was she we were like her and i were talking before we started recording and she was asking me like what i was kind of like looking for and i literally just told her like i when i thought of this character i literally thought of ellen's stage presence (laughs) oh that's so funny so i told her just be yourself on stage (laughs) uh one of the things that made me really happy about the year was um Ants in the Hall is a weekly uh, hybrid of a a sketch slash improv show that they do at uh, Planet Ant, um, which if you're outside of Michigan, it's like the improv theater where like Keegan-Michael Key, Sam Richardson, um, Tim Robinson, Tim Robinson, Robinson, uh, Jamie Moyer, um, Larry... um, I'm blanking on his name. He played Jim Belushi's brother, Larry, uh, Larry Campbell, um, on according to Jim, like they all got their start at Planet Ant and they reached out to us and asked if we could do a truth cast meets ants in the hall show. And um, it, it felt weird to me because it was like people outside of like our group that were creating a truth cast show and i think they did such a great job of doing an outline of it but while giving us space to play and we did like a a rehearsal and they kept talking about you know well ellen can play this and i was like oh man i hope it's ellen stackowitz and uh when it ended up being her, I was like, yay. And I told her, I was like, I'm so happy. I didn't want to say which Ellen is this. And um, yeah, it, it that was a, a ton of fun. And uh, we got to meet a lot of great improvisers that we didn't know before, or at least Tim and I didn't know before. I, yeah, I yeah. know, Alex, you're in that world a, a bit. Um, but- Actually, in that group, the only one that I knew was uh, Matt. Um, I didn't really know any of the other improvisers. Logan was awesome. Yeah, Logan was great. Yeah, Logan. Logan is going to be on. uh, He is part of our next recording session. So you are going to hear Logan um, 
very soon on the Truthcast. Nice. He is, uh, yeah, he was very funny. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, the whole cast was funny. Everybody yeah, was. So oh funny. yeah, everyone oh, was God. funny. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. whole cast is great. Um, I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would, uh, I would gladly bank, have everybody on. If, if you're a listener, oh, yeah. if you're a listener, I would, I would bank on uh, the fact that you will probably hear everyone from that cast on a future episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, if you, uh, I would also bank on the fact that you will probably see, um, you know, maybe one or two of these people moving on to some pretty humongous success. Uh, When I look at the dates of like posters that they have in like the lobby and along the halls there, just seeing like, oh, (laughs) I was doing stand up at the time that like Quentin Hicks, who's been on the truth cast and Sam Richardson were doing shows together at planet ant. And I'm like, God damn, like <laughs> I could have been at these fucking shows. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's, it is quite a, um, it's, yeah, it's quite a landmark. It, it's one of those um, important locations in Michigan comedy history. So, yeah, it was a it was a huge honor to get to do that, to be asked to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and hopefully, I mean, no, you know, no, no, no sure thing here. But, um, you know, maybe we can do some more things with Planet Ant this year. You know, just, yeah. just throwing it out yeah. there. Just saying. Yep. Um, And speaking of more of a visual thing that we started doing in the past year, uh, another thing is tim built a bunker <laughs> set and i was gonna you know, toot my own horn on that and be like yeah. that i just that just that's like my favorite thing that's finally we've been talking about it for years right yeah like, but yeah, we haven't been able to like do it years. because of the um the whole the pandemic, pandemic and, and then i so it's my, like my favorite uh, thing is having laps and yeah it's my favorite thing to actually have you guys show up in real life and actually like do the thing together and see each other physically is amazing yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean really, it's and have a guest in freaking amazing and i mean it's uh it's still pretty like uh mind blowing to me that you just turned an entire room in your house into a uh bunker a bunker and yep. and <laughs> not only a bunker, but like a bunker that is pretty accurate to what it probably would look like in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The set With design the staircase. of that, yeah. like the way that you aged like the signs there yeah, and yeah. just like the set design is just like like I put in some time. Listen, I don't know if I ever mentioned this guys or not, but I used to live in LA and um, <laughs> I've been on a set or two. Um, we get it, Mike. A Hollywood a executive has touched you inappropriately. Okay. Yeah, we oh, understand. Oh, oh, he's, he's spiraling into this again. <laughs> but I just want to say that the Truthcast bunker set that Tim built is like Hollywood level production value. Thank you. I am, you know, one of my oldest and dearest friends works in the art department of like huge shows like he did scream queens and mad men and stuff like that and so i've gotten to see a bunch of shit up close and just really examine things and what tim you did for the truth cast set is 
like if you didn't live in Windsor, you could live in Vancouver or Hollywood and be living, making a living working in the art department. Oh, thank you. It is mind blowing. Your fucking talent. Thank it, you. It's thank infuriating you. too that <laughs> you're, infuriating. you're very fu- you're funny. Uh, you have a a good eye for the technical aspects of stuff, and you're artistic. You built a fucking Alex Bozanovic puppet. <laughs> I hate you so much. You just, I mean, I always oh. wonder. I always wondered what I'd look like on Sesame Street, and now I don't have to yeah, wonder anymore. Yeah, you no. don't need to wonder at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. yeah, I I I'm in awe. I, I I'm yeah, absolutely speechless. Thank you. I mean, clearly not because I haven't shut up. But, you know, <laughs> figuratively, Next, and speechless. and 2023 is going to be even even more. We're gonna Ooh. we're gonna have explosions, car chases. We're we're literally <laughs> going to explode. We're going to explode a car. The first video. We're gonna the first video. Uh, honestly, episode five has a car explosion. All right, this is it. our promise to our listeners: if you can help us uh, reopen our Patreon and build it up <laughs> and build it up, we will buy a Tesla. And blow it and up. And blow it up. Yep. I, I knew exactly where you were going. We will blow it. We will blow it to smithereens. I know a guy who owns a Tesla, and I do not particularly. We will care steal for him. the guy's car. We will steal the guy that Mike's know, Mike knows Tesla, and we will blow it up in front of him. And yep. here's the good news. He is from Windsor. <laughs> oh, see, oh, oh, so we won't, yeah, so we so can, we won't we even can, go to jail. That, that's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can blow it up over here. We're just going to find. Yep. yep. Get a hey, fine for the hey, you you guys knocked that off. You can't be going around blowing up other people's property up here in Canada, eh? No, we don't do that. And then you we'll just have that. to and then we'll just have to pay fifty bucks, which is like twenty five American. Yeah, it is about twenty five American yeah, right now. Unless you're crossing the border. Then it's yeah, <laughs> then it's forty nine dollars seventy five cents American. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh I do think it's weirder, uh, weird that it costs more to get into the United States than it costs to get into Canada. When I would much rather be in Canada. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we have a little, uh, we have a little, little, uh, you know, a uh, uh, distortion of reality on that one. I think, like, yeah. we still think that this is where everybody outside of here wants to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you don't want to come around where I live. You know, you know how <laughs> dangerous it is around here. So, me and Mike came up with a conspiracy theory uh, since we've started going to Tim's house to record these video episodes. Uh, our conspiracy theory starts that, back that, even older this. because this is an ongoing thing that people, particularly in Windsor, tell Americans. I know exactly yeah. where these are going. So, this is definitely a deeper theory conspiracy than you know just a, a tim den otter level but go ahead alex um well i think the theory that we came up with is uh people from windsor try to uh blow up how bad windsor is to keep americans out of it because tim mm-hmm. has been telling us about how rough his neighborhood is all for <laughs> weeks leading up to our first time recording at his place and lock your cars and me and mike were driving through his neighborhood and we're like is that like is that a vegan indian restaurant like what the fuck is <laughs> isn't it like a vegan pizza place something, or something yeah like something that? like yeah, that yeah, it was a pizza place like, is that a vegan yeah. taco stand what is going on yeah. 
Yeah, it's oh, dangerous. Is that a, is that so a dangerous. is that a vegan kosher uh, halal uh, fried chicken Jelly. spot? Like, what is going yeah, on? Right. <laughs> I didn't even know chicken could be vegan. I. <laughs> yeah, Tim. If you don't want us to stay, you can just tell us. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> you know, it starts with your weird pizza with your julienne style pepperoni. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is know. true. That is true. That that's a is that a Windsor thing? I've I, never I've seen never it over here. It yeah, until I've seen it at your house. Oh wow! Oh, I yeah. thought that was just everywhere. No, I've never seen that over here. The only weird kind of ham I've ever noticed uh, was at Buddy's Pizza over here in Detroit, and it was on their salad. Like they cubed the ham and the salon. They don't do it anymore, but they used to like cube it. It was like little small oh, cubes. Weird. Yeah, that was the only like weird kind of like meat I've, configuration I've ever seen. I've seen that before. I've seen that yeah. before on like a house salad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Man. <laughs> um so now that I've taken away your opportunity to pat yourself on the back, Tim, what has been your favorite part of 2022? Other than oh, other than the thing that is your actual favorite part of 2022. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's, what's your my second fav- favorite part? <laughs> my second favorite part of 2022. Let me think. Let me think. Now I'm on the spot because I thought I had it all lined up and it was going to be the the podcast studio and uh yeah, as soon as now we, I have to now, now I have to pick something else. Yeah, as soon as no, we I, hit I, stop. I as soon as we hit stop, I'm going to think of like five things. Oh yeah! As soon as yeah. as soon as this is over, I, I've I've got a, a million things lined up. I uh, I don't know. I was a big fan of, and we already mentioned it, Asception, because yeah. Asception, like Asception one and Asception two, with Curtis were like uh, jumping assholes down and mixing in Inception, which is by f- one of my favorite movies. Inception's one of my favorite movies. So uh, and. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Mike Bobbitt playing IG88. <laughs> <laughs> Which is from a, a, it's a very very old inside joke. Oh, there's an inside joke. Oh yeah, like going back like literally 25 years, um, when it was just like news groups on the internet, um. I used to be very close with the band Guar and my friend Scott and I sort of ran the alt music Guar news group. And somehow it became a running joke that I stuck IG 88 action figures up my butt. (laughs) And a bunch of the people from the Guar news group came to Michigan and uh, we went (laughs) to a, a Meyer, which is like a, for the it's it's like a big box store if you're outside of um the midwest area it's sort of like a, a super walmart yeah it's basically um, but it's like a, a regional yeah um so people were going to the toy department looking for an ig88 ig88 uh star uh, empire strikes back bounty hunter figure uh i i guess the idea was to see if i would stick it up my butt <laughs> i yeah for the record, I have not stuck any Star Wars things up my butt at all. 2023 is a new year, Mike. It is. It is. I've already uh, 
you know. There is an order on Amazon that is opening right now <laughs> for an IG88. <laughs> they do make Star Wars dildos. Um Oh, that's oh, that, please that, tell me that they're, they're like lightsabers. Uh, they have to be, right? Yeah, they, they, it's got to be. Are. It's got to yeah. be a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Like you it, yeah. it when it vibrates it makes the noise. I, yeah, I don't know. I uh you would think me not being opposed to butt stuff and being a Star Wars fan, I would be able to give you more details, but um in all honesty, I'm kind of over butt stuff right now. It's just not my kink anymore. Uh what is it now? I don't have one. I think maybe it's yeah. the antidepressants. I don't really have much oh, of a yeah, sex the sex anymore. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 I know. Your your kink now is a uh, full night of sleep. That is your that is your kink. <laughs> one <now>. full night. <laughs> well, I haven't had that in about a month. Well, that's why so. it's your kink. Like it, your kink is something that like it's kind of like you don't get it all the time. So Yeah. When you get well, it, you're like super jacked up, you know? Yeah. That would be nuts. <laughs> yeah. No. I uh you know, I like to uh I like to push things out of the conventions but i i got nothing right now i have a very very boring uh non-existent sex life so let let us know listeners are you disappointed that um 2023 is the year of no more butt stuff for mike or do you think it's a good thing are you proud of him for moving past the butt stuff (laughs) or most likely do you just not care (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure. I know. I know our fan base. I'm pretty sure they have an, an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I just linked the picture of the IG88 in the chat. Is there an IG88 dildo? Oh no, no, I no. This is a Lego one, so it's a lot more blocky and uncomfortable. Oh, oh, well, I have. I can't even open it up. They can't uh, open it. No, you got to download it first. They clicked. Oh, come on, man, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. I kind of nonsense is this. It's a it's a. Oh, I own that, and it's tiny. Well, I didn't want to start you off. Well, maybe for somebody who's really into butt stuff, but for like the average (laughs) person, that's plenty. Average person, that's great. Okay, that is like an inch and a half tall tops. I didn't want it to be too big. Well, you, well, I mean, what, you expect a novice to be able to go up to two inches? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you expect? A regular like, size please. action figure is three and three quarters inches, and since IG-88 is a taller uh, robot, that action figure is probably closer to four inches. Are you complaining that I was taking it easy on you? I And the Black Series... Um, God, this sounds so racist right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Star Wars stuff is six inches, so that... Um, actually, that of course the black IG-88, black series is bigger, you know. Yeah, of course, it, of course. That IG eighty eight is scaled a little strangely and has kind of a stubbier head. Um, but so it's probably only six inches. But yeah, I mean, you know, t- Mike is trying to get our listeners who are maybe curious about butt stuff hurt right now. Listen, yep. if you're well, you, listen, if you you're if you're a first timer, okay, if you're a first timer. Do not jump. Proceed with do caution. Not jump for, Proceed yeah, with do, caution. Do not, okay, start. Do not buy that series of IG88. Start small. Listen, maybe just do Luke Skywalker at first. You know, get yourself acclimated to the feeling. IG88 has a lot feeling. of like sharp edges and. You yeah, know, he does have sharp edges. Yeah, there's, maybe maybe I go do with not an recommend Maybe go with putting an, an IG88. 
Like start with an <laughs> Ewok, an maybe. Ewok either. <laughs> the ears on an Ewok figure, that would be no good. Yeah, but they're smaller. Well, you know what, like, you know, what about if it's a plush Ewok? I don't know that that would... Hey, and by the way, um, I'm not going to point any fingers here, but why between the three of us am I suddenly the expert on things to put in your butt? <laughs> well, the IG-88 thing, I felt like... I don't understand what you're implying here, Mike. I'm just saying that one of us has probably had more stuff in their butt this week than I've had in my lifetime. Okay, Mike, but here's I feel my like thing. You're really coming out of left field, uh, right? Okay, now. but here's here's my thing though, Mike. Um, if you're gonna start like maybe learning to play basketball, you're not gonna go play against LeBron right away. Like you're gonna start on the playground by your house. <laughs> you know, you're gonna you're gonna try to do something that's like akin to your skill level. You know. But I'm also not going to play basketball against a robot with pointy edges. I mean, that's what you think. <laughs> okay. This is a new era. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this, is as... this is 23 right now. Automation is taking hey, a lot of jobs right now. The good news is that I had a colonoscopy uh, in 2022 and had a oh, polyp. Oh, Paul? Um, he is, uh, he's a bingo polyp. He's B9. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Lucky, lucky. That's and uh, there are no tears <laughs> in my colon either because I have not put anything. No IG88s. Nothing with like ouchy edges <laughs> up there. That's good to know. Yeah. It's good to know that you're healthy. My favorite thing about 23 is IG88. I'm uh, I'm guessing it was Alex but someone posted a video of the one guy one jar video like making a comeback. Oh yeah, that was me. It was, that was on my TikTok. Yeah. I think I might have yeah. put it on my uh, my Instagram as well. Is yeah. that the one where he breaks a jar in his rectum? Yeah, that well that guy, but the video I posted isn't that. But, oh, right. But yeah, he's like he he so he briefly made a TikTok and uh, I saw it like as soon as he posted it, so I did like did I, you save I it? quickly did a stitch with it, like or uh, uh, not a stitch, but a duet with it. Yeah. And um, like I don't know, maybe a few hours after I posted my duet, he his account was already like he closed his account. <laughs> my guess is because everybody was duetting his video, <laughs> and it was everybody. just and it was just too much. Like he was probably just getting blown up, so I think he just closed his account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that mean to do what? Uh, so like when somebody posts a video, you can do like a side by side of it. Oh, like okay. it's just built into the app where like it'll just do it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you can. He basically... should feel happy that he's that popular. Yeah, and and also he was he was just made. Um, he had like a resurgence recently because a very popular YouTuber did a deep dive into his story and posted like about a fifteen minute video uh, about him. It deserved a 15 minute video yeah. because yeah. he didn't go to emergency and he No, it's it's incredible that he lived. Yeah. I read and I read a big piece about that and um he yeah, was pulling was glass out of his ass for a while. <laughs> yeah. Which again is why I'm not pulling an IG88. 
Yeah, I think the Lego one would probably be the wrong choice, considering it it can probably fall apart pretty easily. It most definitely would fall apart. Yeah, it looks like the arms just pop right off. They do. The guns would not hold on at all. No. Uh, and and it would be awfully difficult for the sphincter to push a lot of these parts out. Yeah. Just yeah, just just looking at it. No no experience or anything. Just based on what usually comes out. That's. So we're in agreement then <laughs> that I don't have to do this, right? Well, no, we're not trying to convince you. We're just, you know, we're just reminiscing. On I the good admit, old days. I, I was trying to, I was trying to convince him a bit. I, I, I was, I was, but it's just for Guar. <laughs> <laughs> not even for Guar, just fellow fans of Guar. <laughs> just. Uh, all right, let's get on the rails. <laughs> yeah, did we fall off the rails there? Yeah. Oh, shit. So one of the things I started doing in 2022 is I started animating short clips of older episodes of the podcast. Oh, and oh, I have oh, been oh. Listen- No, you had your opportunity. Damn it. And you steered far away from it. Damn so it. So I've been listening to older episodes of the podcast, trying to figure out which episodes I'm going to animate clips from. And it kind Arguably. of made me nostalgic for, uh, hold on, hold your questions to the end. Okay. <laughs> um, and um, uh, it, it kind of made me nostalgic for how we used to do the episodes of letting the guests kind of have a little bit more control um, instead of us steamrolling <laughs> over them um, as Matt Wixon so lovingly pointed out <laughs> yeah. that I tend to steamroller over everybody. Um, so I, I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to the basics of what we started off doing and, um, you know, seeing what happens organically from there. That, that would be my game plan for 2023. All right. Uh, now, questions, Tim? Uh, uh, not fellow even, in the red shirt. Uh, not even questions. Just uh, the animation stuff is uh, mind. I uh, do not I, I have time touched. for compliments. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Uh, questions. I just, I just questions oh, oh. start okay, with question. a W word. Okay. Sorry. Like uh, why? How? How? How are you doing these animations? Because that's uh, something that I've always uh, enjoyed. And like you, you talked about jealousy toward like angry at me. And I'm like, how are you doing these animations, Mike? How are you doing them? And w what are you doing? And how long does it take? And, and like, how do I do them? Because that's something that me and my brother had uh, written an animated series that we just don't know how to get animated. And I never really probed into the ideas of animation just to. Well, uh, a former Michigan improviser uh slash comic uh which i feel weird about giving his name because oh don't I, you don't have to give his name yeah i put someone in touch with him and then he either blocked me from instagram or deleted his instagram he was doing animated videos for dave landau who's also been on the show mm -hmm. and um i thought they were really great and so I reached out to Dave and asked him about him and he told me that this guy was doing them. And so I reached out to the guy and um, the guy knew who I was from when he was in the scene and uh, pointed me towards a program called Viand, um, 
or Vyond, I guess. It's V-Y-O-N-D. Mm-hmm. And it's used primarily for like corporate training videos and stuff like that. Okay. And um, some people like this guy kind of hacked it to um, figure out how to, you know, just basically do animated comedy, like stand up bits. Yeah. Um, that are like more storytelling bits and everything. Um, so I was like, oh, I, I bet I could do this for like Truthcast stuff. And I did a, a very early one. Um, I did Connor Mead's first appearance where she was Connie Meef and talking us through her Bigfoot fetish. And I just did like a two minute version of that. And then I did a longer one where I did tim's first appearance on the show um which both of both those videos amazing well and, the and tim the one sam, made me sam, happy because it was twice as long and it had probably scenes yeah so many more scenes so many more characters and like i was cutting away like i i think there's pretty much like an edit almost every second in it for the mo- like it mm-hmm. just you know when you factor in like some stuff are like split second edits and stuff like that like yeah. it was way more ambitious and then i also animated uh sam rager who played paul Starr for the end of last year who was another one of my favorite moments of the show because getting to learn more about paul and try to make the show <laughs> in my mind i wanted to try to create the make the show what i imagined thomas wanted the show to be and i thought it was funny the idea that thomas was the only thing keeping the truth cast from being <laughs> what he wanted the yeah. truth cast to be um yeah. so um uh sam did a, a bit on her album um about mental health and depression that i thought was very fitting for the holidays so i animated that as well so also yeah amazing. i'm i'm using yeah this uh uh and it's called v- Beyond. Beyond, and Beyond. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not that expensive. And um, is it less than four hundred American? Yes. Oh my god, four, I'm in. I think it's probably less than four hundred American per year. You know, it's one of those subscription based things. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm excited to animate more. And um, I felt really bad about this because. When I posted the Sam one, a lot of people reached out to me asking me, hey, what would it cost to get you to animate this thing for me or this thing for me? Oh, wow. And I feel like the thing that sets me apart from you, Tim, is that you are the type of person that would actually sit down and kind of like line produce and figure out, well, what would it cost uh, in order to make a profit and all that kind of stuff and have a price for people? But me instead, I was like, I'm just doing this for fun. I don't want to do this just, for fun. Don't, just, don't take this away from me. <laughs> so I turned down absolutely everyone. And um, like I said, I started putting people in touch with the guy who did them for Landau. And then um, that guy disappeared. So maybe, maybe that guy's also like, oh, stop it. <laughs> just leave me. Just leave me. Be. Yeah. So um, uh I have also reached out to a couple comics about um, animating some of their bits that I really like. So I think I'm going to um, 
continue, you know, I'm definitely going to, we have kind of a release schedule now with the show where it's every other week a podcast episode comes out. And then on the weeks that a podcast episode doesn't come out, you are either going to get the bunker episodes with us in our flesh uh, that Tim is producing. And then the other weeks you'll get an animated segment that I'm producing. Um, so, yeah. Um, so there will be um, at least 12 more uh, animated truth nuggets mm-hmm. coming up this year. And, uh, and I will also be doing uh, more standup. Um, I, uh, I'm a big fan of Brett Mercer who plays radar on the show. He does a bit um, about the song, take me out to the ball game that I really love. Uh, but Brett doesn't have a comedy album or anything like that because he's uh, he's so fucking punk rock and Ian Mackay about stand up. Um, but I asked him, you know, if there was a recording of it and he actually recorded it like and me surprised because fucking Brett doesn't do anything <laughs> immediately. He did it that night. He recorded it. He's like, hey, I got a recording of it. I just need to get a copy of it and I'll send it to you. And then uh, I also asked Jeff Sheen who um, has been on the podcast once, but he is one of those people that I'm a huge fan of. If I could uh, do one of his bits as well, too. And um, Jeff Sheen played uh, Alex or sorry, Thomas Luge's financial advisor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I recall the episode. Yeah. And uh, Alex Bozanovic has a bit in his act where he talks about uh, the difference between, um, would it um grinder versus i don't know any of the pickup apps <laughs> uh well i mean it's mostly a bit about grinder but like i use tinder at the very beginning oh yeah tinder versus grinder yeah. yeah and um um i love that bit and it's such a storytelling and a dark fucking bit <laughs> that um especially the capper of that bit is one of my favorite things that i really um you also don't have an album out yet, Alex. But, I do not. Um, uh, that is a bit that I would love a good, clean audio recording of, so I could animate that as well. I, I'm, I might, I might have a good audio clip of it. Okay, um, cool, cool, I, cool. I've also added on to it that I don't think you've seen me do yet. So, okay, yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of one of those things. Um, my wife and I have another baby due at the end of January, although uh, I was talking to my mom this morning and she's like, I don't think it's going <laughs> to think the baby's going to come here earlier. And uh, I've already had a few moments where I maybe had a little bit too much of a, um, a relaxation cookie <laughs> and, uh, and Allison started having um, what hopefully have been Braxton Hicks contractions. <laughs> But me going, okay, fucking sober up, man. Drive <laughs> <laughs> to the hospital. Sober up. Oh, get together, um, man. Get together. I did that. I did that once. Um, but like when I did it, like as soon as the edible started hitting, I got a phone call that my dad died. So, oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> yeah. So that was a great night. No. <laughs> Was your answer like? Sweet. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. uh, well, in all honesty, like 
so it's all good man. no uh so like they asked me if i wanted to go to the hospital um and i had just taken a 20 milligram edible um yeah, and oh. there's no way I would have been able to drive to the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Did Keith take you or did you just? No, I just I, I just didn't. I just didn't go. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, everything was already done oh. at that point. He was. I mean, I don't want to go too far into it and and and, and you know sour the mood here, but uh, like yeah, yeah. it's okay. You're not going to sour no, the mood. Say, my, grandfather, say, my grandfather, my <laughs> grandfather, he's going to be dead soon. Let's just say, he's already soured the mood. Uh, <laughs> I mean, by the time I got the phone call to tell me about it, like everything was pretty much wrapped up already at that point. So there was kind of like not really a reason for me to go to the hospital, really. You know. Mm-hmm. Aren't you an only child? I, I am. I mean, I saw I saw him again. It's not like you were supposed to be there for your mom. <laughs> well, my mom—they're divorced. My mom wasn't there. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh. It was my uncle that had to like take him to the hospital and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the ambulance, but like my uncle's the one that like m- like got to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Fuck your. <laughs> Well, I mean, they were there for a long time. He didn't call me until, like, everything wrapped up. Until, like, I had already yeah. taken an edible and was, like, yeah. in outer space. <laughs> um, When I said fuck your uncle, that <laughs> reminded me. This is a weird segue. Um, Alex booked some people on the podcast. Uh, this is more than... Uh, this wasn't this past year, but even earlier. Um I'm assuming he played the independent and that's how you knew to get in touch with him. But I listened to Dave Ross's album. Holy shit. He's funny. Yeah, he's great. Uh, actually, I, I've never booked Dave. I've tried to book him multiple times. Actually, I think I did book him. I helped book him once and that's how I met him. Um, and then ever since that, I've been trying to get him to come back to Detroit, but we just, his dates have never just lined up. Um, but he like, he reaches out to me every now and then just this, you know, see what's going on and whatever but yeah i mean i would love to bring him back to detroit he's i love he's one of my favorite comics he's great oh my god he's hilarious really good his track names are stuff like i fuck my dad (laughs) i fuck your dad (laughs) 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 oh yeah he's 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 definitely one of my favorite comics he's he's very funny yeah he's super funny um all right, so um, that is a rambling uh, recap of 2022. A <laughs> uh, lot of talk about my butt and putting <laughs> um, obscure Star Wars characters up inside. Well, I mean, my it guts. was it was a good change of pace for me for once, uh, for my butt not to be the focus of attention. You know, you know, um, I did invite both of you guys over for New Year's Eve, which was Thank last you. night as I record, but neither of you wanted to come, which I understand. Um, but somehow penis size came up in conversation, and I uh, talked about Alex's skills of being the penis whisperer. <laughs> and uh, 
Or I guess it would be more like the penis barker. <laughs> sort of like if you go to an <laughs> amusement park barker. and someone can, you know, tell you like, yeah, right, I like to, right. I like to, I bet you're. Yeah, I like to think it's oh. like uh, when you go to like a carnival and there's the guy that'll guess yeah. your weight. Like I, th- I yeah. like to think it's like kind of like that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Alex can look at a person, ask a few questions about their genealogy and come up with. So far, my experience has been um, within like a half an inch or so of um, pretty accurate guesstimation of what that person's penis would look like. Uh, well, I want to be clear. And it's not, Alex, it's not just size, but it's also like literally the way it no, looks. Yeah. Oh, the, the way, way it, it oh, looks. Jesus yeah. It Christ. isn't just size. It's um, proportion, you know, um, ratio of balls to shaft to, um, yeah, everything. To like, like, he, to um, like skin tone. Yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. And wow. um, yeah. So that, uh, that becomes a skill. That's not just, that's not just guessing a person's right. size. You are, you are laying out literally the layout so of another person's penis. That's Dennis the Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, Dennis Burdziak, uh, for some reason, started getting obsessed with how his dick would measure up to everyone else's dick in the room. And um, there's a great place to there's a great place where you can measure yourself up against the global averages as well. It's called Calc SD. In case anyone wanted to know Calc, that. like K-E-L. No, it's a C-A-L-C-S-D. Oh, like Calc, like calculator. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Now does that okay. now does that site take body weight into consideration? Because depending on how oh, it, heavy I am, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know you're taking into account fat pad right yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah. So you have to, uh, in order to get an accurate measurement of your penis, you have to press in the fat pad in order to uh, remove that from the equation. Okay. So regardless of body size, you're getting an accurate, uh, you're getting an accurate measurement. Okay. At least that's the scientific way to do it. I've, I've done research. And how do you rank up to the Canadian average? Uh, the Canadian average, I I don't rank myself versus the Canadian average. I rank myself versus the uh, the Netherlands Dutch? and the yeah. Dutch. Yeah, Netherlands yeah. and the Hungarian average. Well, those averages, uh, the the length is is maybe a little is taken little, into but, account. But, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying like, I think the length in those two places are is maybe uh, a little below average. Um, no, they're actually no, they're a bit above. Really? Because yeah. uh, I, I was watching the movie Rare Exports and the short films that was based on, which, by the way, Alex, I think you would love these movies. Uh, it's a lot of basically naked mall Santas. Oh, nice. You have to you'll have to yeah. uh, DM me the name of those. Uh, that that short the, the, that that short film. OK, um, but I was but I was going to say, real. I have found that a lot of because in these movies, a lot of these uh older burly boys are outside in the cold because it's a movie shot in finland and um they do not appear to be experiencing shrinkage at all (laughs) they do not appear to. well i think that's just because they're used to the cold but what i was going to say real quick is in my experience in in though like the you know the dutch and another like in the netherlands region uh they kind of lean more towards girth than length uh in my experience I've seen some girthy boys in that part of the world. Oh, See, not yeah. not having a lot to compare it to, or like not having done any field research. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine like Tim just having sort of like a 
I imagine like Tim's penis looks like a, a cooked uh, uh, lasagna noodle. <laughs> I just feel like it's long and just flat and has kind of like wavy edges. <laughs> Tim's penis. Tim's penis looks like a vagina, but it's a penis. Yeah, it, looks <laughs> it looks like, like a, a fleshy. Vagina, it looks a like a fleshy fruit roll up <laughs> that's been unrolled. <laughs> what the? Just a flat. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's completely flat. It's like a waffle. It, yeah, oh, Jesus it looks Christ. like something James Cameron found at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> oh, fuck. completely accurate. <laughs> the accuracy is so dead on. I am basing this nothing on uh, other than the fact that Tim is very mystical. <laughs> oh um, shit. So yeah, this movie. I I don't know if you'd like it, Alex. It is shot in Finland, and uh, you know what? Do you guys know what language they speak in Finland? Um, is it Finnish? Okay, yeah, I guess we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, 